Hey everybody, it's Josh Carson with UPCI Youth Ministries. Welcome to the podcast. Whether this is your first time or you're a longtime subscriber, thank you for joining us again uh, here on the podcast. Tonight, we're gonna have a buddy of mine, Brother Damian Hillhouse, who I'm excited, is gonna talk about getting involved with your district. Um, this call uh, is underwritten by She's for Christ. We can't have this training uh, resource without it. Not only does it bless Global Missions, North American Missions, Tupelo, Lighthouse, uh, it reaches into our local uh, districts. That's something that I think we need to know as it relates to this podcast, because sometimes as youth and young adult workers, if we're not careful, we are so busy. I mean, there's so much going on that we might forget that being involved in our district is a critical part, uh, helping with our state and outside uh, functions and youth events that are going on. They're, they're not only service, but I want to tell you, they also will edify you in youth ministry. They'll help you. It helps you to forge great relationships. It helps you to be a servant and uh, a true blessing to the kingdom of God as a whole. So I'm excited about tonight's call. I'm excited about uh, the opportunity for us to listen in on this podcast together. So let me tell you this, though, before we before we hear it, let's pray. Anytime before you listen to someone, I, I'm a fan of taking time to pray that the uh, word can lodge in your heart and your mind. So if you're listening on some AirPods in class, maybe you're uh, driving down the road, maybe you're chilling at the house. Now, if you are driving down the road, don't close your eyes when you pray. Just just pray along with us, though, that uh, you're ready to receive what we hear uh, from Brother Hillhouse. Okay, Lord, we love you. We thank you for this great opportunity. There's never been a better season, a better time to be in youth and young adult ministry. Uh, thank you for choosing us, for allowing us. We're more than just, uh, you know, some warm body that's serving in this youth ministry. But we believe you have selected us and you have directed us to youth ministry and young adult ministry at this time. And so I pray your blessing upon every person that's listening in on the podcast. I pray that you would bless and anoint our youth ministries. We're so thankful for the incredible reports that we're hearing from around North America. And God, I pray that you would uh, just just shine on us during listening to this incredible information, but not only to hear it, but let it take root in our lives and then let us live out what we're hearing. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Damien, let me tell you a little bit about him before we turn him loose here. He has served in various roles of youth ministry for more than a decade. And somehow, after all this time and being a veteran, he is as passionate, I think, as he has ever been before, maybe even more passionate about it. He wants to help them not only find but fulfill their calling. And that's something I love about Brother Damien. He is married to the beautiful and the talented uh, Terla, and he is the proud dad of two uh, his little buddies, Ian and Anderson. He presently serving the Oklahoma District as their youth secretary, and he is the pastor at uh, Paola Pentecostal Church in Paola, Oklahoma. He is leading there with the senior pastor, Brother Terry Irwin, and uh, they're doing some incredible things there. Uh, after this call, I'd ask you to just say a prayer for them after you've been blessed by him. Pray a blessing over their local church. He's also employed, in addition to what he's doing there for the district and for the church, he is employed as a senior buyer for Covercraft Industries. And, and what they do there, they manufacture custom automotive protection parts, which is kind of cool. So uh, that would be an interesting conversation all on its own with Damien. He loves spending his free time with family and dreaming of the perfect wood shop for his mounting DIY projects. And one of the things he's working on right now pretty exciting, is in preparation for their baby girl that is due 
in November. And so we are rejoicing with you about that, Brother Damien. And uh, I don't want to take up any more time. I've been talking long enough here. Uh, but I, I just want you to know that we're thankful to have you as a part of this podcast. Just share your heart uh, with the listeners tonight. Thank you, Brother Carson. And uh, give honor to Brother Rankin and Brother Thomas and uh, youth team, youth ministries. You guys are doing an incredible job and, and uh, support you. And thank you for your vision for um, the youth of our organization. Amen. Thank you, Brother Matthew Woodward, as well, for executing the podcast. And uh, thank all of you for being on the call tonight. Um, it's an honor to uh, speak to you this evening and also give honor to you for answering the call to youth ministry. I think your role is so vital, and the church and this organization really values you. We're going to dive right in. Um, our topic tonight is about getting involved with your section in your district. And um, I trust all of you um, are involved in some way in your district or your section, uh, maybe to some degree, but I realize there are, are many probably that are looking for ways to be involved and um, trying to uh, find ways where you can um, serve the kingdom. And so uh, I honor you for your involvement there and look forward to um, your future as a youth leader and your involvement in the section of the district that you're part of. I want to jump right into our focus and um, my purpose tonight is really just encourage you um, to get involved if you're not involved and if you're already involved maybe just to um, share something that will motivate you to keep you um, keep you on that road that you're already on and maybe take your level of service to the next level and um, uh, I would say that most of you on this call probably uh, serve in some capacity in your local church, obviously, and um, the reality is we're all busy, and um, I know sometimes our sectional things and even district events can um, sometimes be a challenge to um, to make a priority in our lives and um, in our ministry, but um, it is such an incredible vital part of our organization, our sectional efforts, and our, and our district efforts, so... Um, I encourage you in any way you can to be involved. Um, I, I would say I think a lot of the reason why many, I'll start here for real quick, while many are not involved, um, uh, sometimes is a lack of understanding uh, maybe of what's going on, um, communication or what's happening in your section. Um, other times I think there's a lot going on in the local church um, as our local churches are beginning to grow and flourish. Uh, it becomes a challenge to, to make time and effort um, to to attend some of these meetings, but um, uh, it, it's such a vital vital part um, to what we're doing. And uh, I've had the privilege of serving um, as a sectional youth leader, and also um, now as a district secretary um, of the youth department in of the Oklahoma district. And it's a it's an incredible experience, and learn a lot through this through this time. Um, I want to start with two things that I've learned. Um, just in my short time of leading in ministry, and that's that's one is that there are always people willing to serve. Um, I know sometimes we think where are where's everybody at? Why why are there not more people volunteering? Um, and uh, we you know we really need help. And but I've learned one thing that there there are always people willing to help. 
Um, it's just sometimes you have to be willing to ask and to uh, step out there. And so um, maybe you're a part of a section that uh, you're maybe waiting or wondering if uh, your youth leader is ever going to reach out to you or, um, you know, is, is wondering if you can be involved in some way and maybe you're looking for um, him uh, to reach out to you. Um, uh, I, I would encourage you to uh, reach out to him. Um, I've learned that there's always people willing to serve, and that's, that falls on me as a leader to seek them out. But at the same time, um, many of them that are willing to serve um, don't volunteer without an invitation. And um, I think it's a two-way street where um, many leaders uh, want a lot of people to, um, to involve, involve themselves, but at the same time, um, sometimes volunteers are looking to be asked. And so I, I, my opinion on this and, um, would be that a leader should never say that no one was willing to help because there usually are always people willing to help. But the um, volunteer should also never say, well, nobody asked me to help. Um, and I think if the leader will ask and then others will readily volunteer, it's really a win-win um, for both sides. And if one's waiting on the other, um, both, both end up being disappointed. The, my coworker was telling me a story the other day. I want to share with you uh, just a simple story about his mother. Uh, one day, as a kid, his family had had finished dinner. Um, his mom, of course, went to the kitchen to take care of um, washing the dishes. And while he and his siblings went to grab toys and they're getting ready to head outside, um, he passed by the kitchen and kind of poked his head in and said, "Hey, mom, do you need any help?" And without looking up, she said, "You know, if you really wanted to help." you'd already be over here helping. And he said that moment changed his life. And from that moment on, he, he never said a word. He just tied on his apron after dinner and went to work washing dishes to help his mom out. And um, that, that speaks volumes to that true, true servants and true volunteers um, see the need and they show up. Um, I know a lot of times we highlight um, delegation on the side of leadership and um, delegation and leadership is also vital and it's critical. Um, it's, it's so important, but if you're going to be a great leader, you've got to learn to ask for help. But there's the other side of that. Um, true, a true leader delegates, but a true follower volunteers. And um, maybe you are that person that you want to be involved. Um, and maybe you haven't asked or made yourself available. And I just encourage you to um, initiate the conversation, initiate the call. Um, it may not be that your that your sectional leader or your um, any any leadership in the district doesn't need you or doesn't want you. Um, a lot of times, it's um, uh, it needs to be a two-way street there. Make yourself available and, and ask what you can do, um, or tell them what you're you're capable of doing, and and uh, make yourself available. And um, you'll reap a lot of a lot of benefits and rewards from that. Um, I, I had one um, person express to me just. Um, in, in the last few years of my ministry, that uh, man, man, you should have, uh, you should have let me know. You should have delegated that. Um, I would have, if you had let me know, I would have come. And the truth is, on on my side as a leader, um, I was wondering, you know, why weren't they already there? And so there's two sides of it, I think. Uh, and I would just encourage you to, um, whatever situation you find yourself in, your local district or section, um, it's uh, it's it's vitally important that we as as followers. Um, readily volunteer even if we're not asked. Um, I, I bring brings to my mind the passage in Isaiah when you know Isaiah has 
this uh, revelation of the Lord, and of course the Lord is is looking to send someone, and Isaiah didn't simply say, here am I, but he said, send me, and um, I would encourage you to to call your sectional youth leader or form a relationship with him and um, and make yourself available. Um, I know uh, I know sometimes it's nice to be asked, but uh, your your sectional youth leader would, would jump for joy if you made a call to him and contacted him ahead of the event, maybe beforehand, uh, maybe even several weeks out. Uh, what can I do? Um, my team's ready to serve, ready to help. Um, anything we can do to help is, is it was just huge. Um, I'm, I'm reminded, of course, Oklahoma. We have a lot of a lot of tornado disasters and things, and it's interesting to know that. And, you know, there are some people that sit back and, and want to know where they can help, but others just dive right in and they bring the water and they bring the tools and they bring their trailers and they bring all the things that are needed. Because for the, the truth of the matter is most of us know if you're leading in any in certain capacity in your local church, uh, we know how to put events on. We know what it takes. Um, there are a lot of things and um, a lot of little small pieces that have to come together. and um, I think you'd probably blow your sectional youth leader away or your district youth president or whoever it may be um, in your in your uh, in your area of ministry where um, if you would volunteer your service and say, hey, I know it's coming up. I want to be involved. Um, here's what I know how to do. Um, can this be of a service to you or what can I do that you don't want to do? Um, there's a lot of a lot of ways to creatively involve yourself. Um, Let's jump into a few ways. I hope that just laid a little bit of foundation and just encourage you, if you haven't asked, go ahead and ask. Um, if you're being asked, um, take that opportunity and uh, and serve. Uh, maybe a few ideas for serving in your section. Um, most sections would probably have a, a youth service or a youth revival. Um, many times we have sectional fundraisers, uh, Chiefs for Christ fundraisers, things like that. Um, a lot of areas where you can involve yourself. Um, as far as uh, many times I would offer and volunteer to to serve in my section, uh, you know, my team would be re ready to sell tickets or willing to help out um, in other capacities. Um, sometimes it's uh, a, a team to clean up, and if you would call and just say, "Hey, I'm volunteering my team to clean up," if that if that works for you, if, if there's something else you need to do, um, those would make a huge impact um, in your section. I would encourage you to show up early. Um, I know a lot of times it's tough. You're loading the bus up and it's tough to get there, but show up 30 minutes, um, 45 minutes early and just go directly to your, your sectional leader and ask him what you can do, um, you know, whatever you can do to serve. Uh, there's a million different little things that has to be done, even like service. Maybe you can help um, get ushers together or whatever the case may be. Um, your youth leader uh, would appreciate that. Um, sometimes it's nice to have a go-to person. I have guys come to me sometimes right before service and say, hey, I'm your man, just look at me if you need me to do something, because um, there's always something that needs to be taken care of, and uh, your support, and that is, is so huge. Um, I, I, one of the things that maybe you already said it a little to it a little bit is, is find something that your youth leader doesn't like doing. Uh, maybe your youth leader is not uh, into graphic design, or maybe he hates making flyers, um, whatever it may be, and maybe that's something that's up your alley and you love that. Um, maybe it's stage setup, um, after-service event coordination. There's a ton of ways to say, hey, my team is on this. We got it. Um, you know, we'll provide some fun and games if that's something that you need. Um, uh, many ways to be involved there. 
most importantly, work the altars. Uh, there's, I, I love, I love seeing people working the altars. Those are the kind of people that, that you know, I want to use because uh, they know how to minister to kids in the altar. Um, but you know, some people are not so comfortable and don't feel um, as comfortable in the altar. And there's other things, other ways to be involved with media and other things to um, help in the in the local services there. Um, one of the other things, like a sectional Sheets for Christ fundraiser, um, we've had walkathons, moveathons, um, bikeathons, um, many different different things in our section here. And um, you know, you, you can volunteer your team to um, supply the water and the drinks, or um, to serve the lunch if they have a lunch. Um, other things to do to just to serve and and even to donate if you're after to, if you're available to do that and your your youth group would. Um, could sustain that. You could donate the drinks or donate the food um, just to help offset expenses and things when doing those fundraisers. Another another way to be involved there. Moving quickly here to maybe more of a district level. Um, district events sometimes are a little more challenging. I, I understand some of you may not have a direct relationship um, with maybe the youth president or youth secretary or the executive team there. Um, and that may seem a little more intimidating to offer your services or to volunteer readily, but um, you do have a section youth leader that you can try to build a relationship with there, and they can kind of be a voice for you. Um, and there's all kinds of different ways to sign up and volunteer. One of our big um, volunteer efforts here in Oklahoma District, we own our own campgrounds, and um, we have an application process, and, and many, many people apply. And just another, another cool way to involve yourself at a, at a life-changing youth camp. And I would say that our district, our district executive team looks to the sectional youth leaders for suggestions um, for all sorts of skills and talents. And um, many times we're asking these leaders, what, who do you have in your section that are involved? And so and if you want to be involved in the sectional level, I mean, the district level, I encourage you to be involved as well on the sectional level. And um, those that are involved on the sectional level, um, we, we see you, we notice you, we know your capabilities and your spirit and serving and um, many times you're the people that we're looking for on the district level that can that can represent well. One of the ways uh, I became involved in, in my district just as an example was I love tools and um, I would just bring my tools to camp. I didn't always know what I would find or, or what, what might be needed but I, I'd always have a drill or a saw or something just because that's something I enjoy and I love building things and designing things and and just a long story short, that turned into um, sometimes designing some stage props and um, things like that that I love to do. And so um, what you may have like the weirdest skill or the weirdest talent you may think that nobody would ever need that or um, the district or the section could use that, but whatever it may be. Um, if you got a bus, you can shuttle. Um, you know, if you like registration, secretarial work, you can, you can help with registering kids, all kinds of things that you can do, um, assisting with the activities after service. Um, all this, but lastly, don't don't over volunteer. <laughs> what I mean by that is, um, you know, if you're a painter, don't bring 20 gallons of paint and and uh, decide to paint or repaint some building that you think is ugly. Um, you, you may not have that permission, but uh, use use discretion and and get permission to be involved. But I would encourage you, don't wait to be asked, but just just show up with your skills and with your talent and. And let God use you. I close with this, Acts 13, verse 36. It says about David that he had served his own generation by the will of God, and, and then he died 
and I, I hope that it's said of us as as youth workers, as youth leaders, that we that we truly learn what it's like to serve and to volunteer and and to do it do it in the will of God. It is the will of God for us to be involved and to serve. And so I, I commend you and I encourage you. If you are involved, stay involved. If you're not involved, there's there's a ton of ways to get involved. And I'll turn it back to you, Brother Justin. Thank you. Thanks so much, Brother Damon Hillhouse. That was great content. And uh, I know I can speak to the fact that um, I know you, you've lived out what you talked uh, about tonight. And we watched you bring tools and be involved on your uh, as a sectional youth leader and then now as district youth secretary there in Oklahoma. I know that what you talked about, you lived out and uh, you had some great practical advice as far as being there early and clean up. And I love the line about working the altars and uh, offering to someone who is in a role above you to say, what can I do for you that you don't like to do? Um, because that helps the leader delegate and it also helps you in volunteering. And then just to kind of lead into our question and answer time, uh, I kind of want to jump onto a statement you talked about just at the very end about over-volunteering. To some who are hearing, you know, you say, well, go ask what you can do or call and develop these relationships. I think sometimes it might be that some people could maybe feel like, well, I thought I've been told to to not uh, offer my services or not do this. You know, I'm not supposed to ask. We tell, we tell kids in our youth group, don't ask for the solo and don't ask for this. In, in over-volunteering, I think another aspect of that could be how do you how do you, uh, what advice would you give to people that you know, we don't come across the wrong way by encouraging people to do this, but as long as it's done maybe with a servant spirit, what are, what are maybe some things that you looked for as a sectional youth leader when someone was offering, uh, you know, to help or when you were trying to offer help uh, to make sure that was done in the right spirit, the right motivation, just kind of talk on that for just a moment if you, if you can. Sure. I think it's, I think it's excellent. Um, one of the challenges even for me, this is for me personally, um, as a leader, sometimes you don't want to overextend people or you don't want to um, disrupt their schedule and you know they're busy. And, and sometimes you gravitate to this, well, I'll just, I'll take care of this because I don't want to bug them um, or, or put too much on them. And uh, many times there's willing people staying around. So, for example, at camp, you know, I had a man that was just like, no, you're not going to do this. You know, just I can take care of this for you. You don't need to do this, and and there's part of that that I didn't come across as aggressive. I didn't come across as, um, you know, egotistical or anything. He just recognized I had other things that I really needed to be doing, and and he recognized that. It's just another part of being a volunteer and a servant. You you see somebody that's leading, and and you say, okay, you need help. Let me help you. And of course, you have to have a relationship. I think to do that, you don't know the person, and you walk up to your youth group and say, hey, you're not going to do that. I'm going to do that. That may may be the wrong approach, but. Um, I know for me personally, I don't want to insert myself or assert myself in situations sometimes where maybe I'm not wanted. So I think sometimes a lead-in question, look, I know I know there's a lot going on. Um, I'm here. I'm a body. I'm willing. I've got two hands. Um, what what can I do? And if they're like, well, I think everything is good, then I would just look for things to do. If you see other people moving things, you see other people um, uh, tearing down things, just just get involved and just and see it. I think a big part of being a servant is is like like my my friend a coworker you know his mom's doing dishes like you know the dishes need to be done just jump in and do it sometimes I think you can do things without being asked but I think you have to use some discretion 
um, you know, if it's if it's major changes or hey, I told so and so to do this. Well, you know, you're not the leader necessarily, but if you can involve yourself um, where you can, and sometimes I think too is if you know a talent or there's something that you you like to do. Um, hey, just for, so you know, for the future, put my name down the next time you do stage drop. I don't even have to be the one to to design it, but I want to come and bring my tools and help build it or whatever. Hook me up with the person that's doing that because that's something that I love doing. Um, just for an example. Absolutely. That's great advice. I liked what you, I like relating that to that story of your coworker to the mom already washing dishes that if you see people moving tables and chairs and see people tearing down, that's, that's a great practical advice that, you know, then people see that you're willing and, and helping. Um, when we're talking about, um, when we're talking about involvement, you, you mentioned camp and, and district level ministry and what, what are maybe some of the biggest challenges that you've seen in dealing with volunteers or those trying to get involved where you wish you could have told them, man, I wish they would have done it differently this way or, um, or some things, you know, challenges and kind of how you've worked through, how you've kind of worked through that. Maybe some, just some tips from that district level to somebody who's wanting to be involved. I know, I know this is kind of the whole focus of tonight's topic, but just maybe some of the biggest things that have stood out to you. They're like, man, this happens all the time. I see, I see young men and young women fall into this trap when they're trying to get involved. I wish I could tell them or tell their youth workers, tell, tell everybody this one thing and it will help them. What would, what would be something that you would share on that, on that idea? Uh, that's, that's a tough one. Um, I think on a lot of different levels, I feel like sometimes I take personal responsibility for some things because um, maybe I didn't communicate very clearly and didn't set the target as well for people that were willing to be involved. Um, I think that may be one thing um, as far as on the uh, that the, the leader would own on that, but um, maybe maybe to that degree, um, when I when I'm doing something, um, I want to know the target. I want to make sure I'm hitting it. Um, and so when I am either delegated a task or if I'm volunteering for it, I, I try to, you know, would say, is this how you want this done? Is this who I can involve with this? Is that okay? And just running those things by, I think a lot of times we get, we slip up and we, we learn something from an even leadership standpoint, like that didn't go very well. And I think sometimes it's, it's, it's both sides, um, at times, but, uh, I think if you're looking to be involved, um, uh, that you get real clear direction on what they're expecting, um, what time you need to be there, all of those things. Um, because sometimes the leader doesn't doesn't tell you that. Um, I'll be honest, there's times where you got a million things on your mind and you don't get all the needed details. And um, just uh, just asking a lot of questions before you dive in, I think is huge. Absolutely. I, I think that's that really answers your question. I, I think it does. I think it does because, you know, as a volunteer, it's good to know what what is the big vision? What's the big picture? Where is my role? What am I supposed to do? So you don't overstep your bounds. And then, you know, what time should I be there so that you don't disappoint, uh, you know, the leader who's asked you to do something? Because sometimes the leaders, there's a phrase out there, you can't see the forest for the trees, that sometimes the leaders are so much in the thick of planning the sectional youth, uh, youth retreat or the Streets for Christ fundraiser or the youth camp that they, they are overwhelmed by so many things and they just think everybody knows what time to be here as a volunteer. Everybody knows when we tear down. Well, sometimes everybody, not everybody knows those that information. And so as a volunteer, uh, what some of the biggest challenges that you know you conveyed here are 
seeing where's the target, what, what are we trying to hit? And so good practical, that's great practical advice for those wanting to help and get involved is ask as many details as possible so that you can fulfill the task as much as possible. Um, we, we've got just a little bit more time here and uh, just wanted to kind of wrap it up with something completely, completely off topic. Um, but just any recommendations that you have as far as uh, any sermon idea, resources, activities, books, uh, some are maybe your favorite youth resources that have helped you throughout your years of being involved in youth ministry from a youth pastor all the way up to, you know, serving now as district youth secretary. Just as we conclude this Q&A, what's, what's maybe, maybe been your favorite resource by far that you've used? I would say, uh, especially those that are starting out in youth ministry, um, your first two years in youth ministry by Doug Fields was, was a great resource for me. Um, just kind of gave me an, an overall big picture of what to expect in youth ministry. Um, I would definitely recommend that one. Um, of course, just from a leadership standpoint, developing the leader within you um, by Maxwell's good, uh, just just good leadership stuff. Um, one of the things I, I would encourage is a book called Leading on Empty. Um, so many times in youth ministry uh, and just in ministry in general, you, you get you uh, you just you give and give, and you, you have to learn to replenish. You have to learn to stay um, to stay stay tuned up. And Leading on Empty is a is a great resource for that. Um, Probably more recently, in my older years, uh, a, a book that I recommend to everybody that I come across is a book called Boundaries, um, When to Say Yes and How to Say No by Cloud and Townsend. Um, some, it may be boring to some, but it's, it's such a powerful book um, about owning, owning your life. You, you have the control over your destiny and, you know, your past or um, a lot of the things that happen to us doesn't have to define us and, and you can, you can learn to stop making excuses and stop blaming others and take ownership for your life and and uh and live a good life. Um, more recently, and um, some some that's probably even inspired some of this talk tonight is um, creative follow uh, followership, creative followership by Jimmy Collins. Um, just a, a a great way of looking at um, uh, learning to be a follower and supporting the leader above you and um, and, and doing some of the things we talked about tonight, don't wait to don't don't wait to be asked. Just doing it, um, finding out what what the leader doesn't like to do, and do it and do it well, do it to their liking. Um, just well, a few few points there. That's a great book. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brother Hillhouse. We appreciate your insights tonight, and for taking the time to uh, speak on this topic of getting involved with your section and your district leadership and involvement we thank you so much for the time you took to invest in uh, giving us this resource and we're going to turn the remainder remainder of this podcast over to our director of promotion brother michael thomas he's going to take it away and wrap up with a few announcements and conclude in prayer thank you so much for being on this call brother thomas we turn it over to you thank you so much brother ranking and thank you brother hillhouse for sharing with us about how to get involved in our local district and now to all of our listeners, remember to help us by getting the word out about this podcast. You can share this information with your friends who are in youth ministry and let them know about this valuable resource that UPCI Youth Ministry makes available each and every month. 
Also, I want to extend to you a personal invitation to please join us for the Youth Day service that will be held at General Conference. This service will be held on Friday, September 28th at 12 p.m. This year we have as our speaker, Brother Chantry Dean, and our music coordinator will be Sister Stephanie Gallion. We're looking forward to a great service this year at Youth Day General Conference 2018. Also, I wanna remind you that She's for Christ season is well underway and we are nearing the home stretch of our 2018 campaign. Be sure to get involved and support the cause of She's for Christ and help us reach our national goal of $5.6 million. Another bit of information that I want to leave with you before we close this podcast with prayer is that the 2018 hyphen tour will be kicking off very soon. Uh, it begins October 5th and 6th, and we have four stops planned this year, Delaware, Oregon, Toronto, and Texas. You can go to hyphenonline.org to register and receive more information about the 2018 hyphen tour. Now I want to close this call with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the information we've heard. We thank you for everyone who has listened to this podcast. Lord, I pray that you would touch us all and that we would feel your grace and your anointing as we serve you and we serve youth. I pray, God, that you would give us a fresh word and a fresh vision to serve this generation. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Once again, thank you for joining the UPCI Youth Ministry Podcast.